a workable day in the neighborhood again. Good morning, good morning. So good to see you, good morning. Hello, hello. We're back on the stoop. Good morning, morning hugs. Mm-mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. It's another workable day in the neighborhood. Good morning. I toast my mate to you, good morning. I hope that <clears throat> yesterday was a good day. Some of you might have used our stoop chant. Open heart, open eyes, together we rise. Morning, morning neighbors. Stressed this morning because my husband is trying to explain algebra. Oof, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. So wish I could help with that. Algebra was not my strong suit. I made a terrible mistake when I went to college. Uh, I had to take a placement test. Uh, I'm sure many of you did too. I had to take a placement test for certain things like foreign language and math. And I basically made a design on my Scantron for the math section because I wanted to be in the easiest math only to find out there was something even below that and I got stuck in like a high school level algebra class while I was in college and it was humiliating and I'm still not good at it. Good morning, good morning. Mm -mm -mm. Good morning to you all, so good to see you in spite of the algebra, that's gotta be hard. And it's also totally relevant to actually um, what I wanted to chat about with you this morning. Um, oh, I wanted to let you all know. I wanted to let you know before I forget because I get very excited chatting with you. Um, so on Thursday, this Thursday, so today's Monday, in case you forgot, today's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday um, is gonna have to be our last stoop sit together for a little while because on Friday morning, I start uh, our 300 hour uh, teacher training. Just to fill you guys in, we have this amazing group of people whose training got interrupted halfway through by coronavirus. And they were all supposed to be coming to Boulder on fr for Friday morning. And instead, we are taking the training online and we're gonna make it happen. So I feel like it's really important that I give them my full attention. They deserve it. And I think they're gonna be exceptional teachers for going through this right now. So um, I can't be in two places at the same time, um, but here's what I'm doing in the meantime. Uh, we will have, Thursday morning will be our last stoop step for a little while, but that will mean we have 30 days, we did it, 30 days of it's a workable day in the neighborhood and they're all up on IGTV, on my IGTV. So my thought was, by now, we've probably forgotten some of the stuff that we talked about early on. And any of you that miss days that wanna go back, it could be a great little hiatus period to catch up. And the other thing that I'm going to try to get done before um, Thursday, or before Friday anyway, is I'm trying to turn this into just like a quick and dirty podcast. And I say quick and dirty because I'm not gonna really polish it and make sure the audio is perfect and all that. I'm basically gonna extract the audio from our sits together, from our time together, 
and pop them up uh, on a podcast. I, I mean, we'll see. That The idea is that I'll do it. And then I thought that just might make it a little easier for those of you that don't want to be, uh, you know, engaging on Instagram and doing Instagram TV and the video. So if you take a walk outside or something like that, uh, you could just listen uh, if that's a benefit. So that's what I'm uh, going to do. Uh, they're all on IGTV and they're going to stay there. And then I'm going to try to also rip all the audio and make it a quick and dirty podcast. It's a workable day. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. And I hope that, uh, that gives you something to sink your teeth into, uh, while we're on a little break and I'm teaching these wonderful teachers uh, I just, I'm excited for the fact that when we all emerge from this, I think there's going to be a real call for extraordinary yoga teachers, not teachers of asana, posture teachers only, but teachers that really understand the deeper dimensions of the practice. Uh, we need them now and we're going to really need them um, once we all collectively emerge from this uh, to support change. So um, I'm, I'm really stoked that these folks are going through this right at this time. Taisha says, the theme music begins in my head around 8.30, 8.45. Thanks for your service. Oh, yeah, you can also practice with me in my classes for sure. Thank you, Taisha. So uh, if you can, join live today, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then we'll have that little hiatus where you can go back and look at the IGTVs or... Hopefully, I will have all of the audio up as a podcast and you can listen at your leisure. Um, I'm going to be thinking of y'all the whole time, though. Uh, I will bring you with me into these 10 days of teacher training. Uh, absolutely. You have been, I know it sounds corny, but you have been the wind beneath my wings this whole period where we tried to figure out the new reality and what's going on. And I, I'm going to bring you with me into that training too. So thanks y'all. Uh, I wanted to let you know that before I forgot, because I meant to mention it yesterday and forgot. Know thyself. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today, this has really been on my mind and it's about resilience. And you may have heard the word resilience. And if you aren't exactly sure what it means, loosely anyway, resilience is like uh, uh, your ability to cope, your ability to adapt well to things that happen. Um, I, here's the thing, it, it, you could say strength, but it's, it's, it's also like a, I almost want to say like a fluid strength, you know, like think of water, the strength of water, that's always fascinated me. It's not hard strength, it's fluid power right? And to me, that's what resilience is more than brute force or brute strength or just will alone. Resilience to me implies a fluid power. And that's where like the adaptability piece comes in. That um, there's a mantra that I have used for as long as I can remember that helps me with my resilience, which is this too, I can use this too, I can include. And what that implies is that I have the power to work with whatever it is that's arising, meaning I can adapt. And adapt doesn't mean that you're a sucker or you're giving in or, or whatever, or you're going down without a fight. Not at all. It's a way for you to find your center, find your power in new circumstances. 
And so I've been thinking a lot about resilience because what on earth challenges our resilience more than the uncertainty that we're all experiencing right now? I mean, there are very resilient people who for decades and decades and centuries uh, have had to deal with uncertainty around, oh, how they might be treated and what's going to happen when I do this and so on and so forth. And now on a global level, we're all in this uncertainty all at once, right? And so there's a big call for us to find our own resilience. So I've been really thinking about it a lot. And I've come to the conclusion, keep in mind, this is just my opinion, but I've come to the conclusion that resilience is deeply rooted in your sense of self and your sense of your capacity. I mean, this whole thing we're doing together here, sitting on the stoop, it's a workable day. Every time we say that, every time we sing that, every time we tune in, we are affirming our resilience right? We are affirming our capacity to adapt, to find our fluid power. Every single time when we say workable, this too I can use, this too I can include. So it's deeply rooted in your sense of self and what you've been through, your life, your stories, your history, right? It's deeply rooted in that. And as such, doesn't it make sense that absolutely no one else can give you resilience? And I would go so far as to say, beware of anyone who says that they can. It's so deeply rooted in your sense of self and everything you've been through in your life, how you navigate, how you access and are aware of your fluid power. That's where resilience comes from. Now, I think it's also fair for us to examine ourselves, you know, with compassion and tenderness, that we very often, when the stakes are really high and when the shit's really hitting the fan, we sometimes, maybe even oftentimes, seek solutions from external sources, okay? I mean, when all this started happening, I definitely sought solace of some kind, wisdom of some kind, maybe even a solution from my teachers. You know, I look to their wisdom. And I just want to say, I think that that can be absolutely appropriate to a degree, right? With an awareness that they're not going to be able to provide you resilience or even a sense of self, that's something only you can do, but they can support you in doing that with their teachings, with their presence, with their space holding, you know, things like that. But let's acknowledge that sometimes we seek solutions from external sources, and because we do that, let's also be honest that there are people out there that take advantage of that, right? They take advantage of that, whether it's something that's rooted in greed or it's rooted in egoic need. I need you to see me as your savior, right? I need you to put me on a pedestal or something like that. So it's like you take advantage of the fact that people are seeking solutions from an external source 
And I just want to say, hey, beware of that. Recognize the very human, understandable desire to find a solution from an external source. Witness yourself doing it. Seek wisdom from those that can provide it. But I would also say, also look for them turning it back on you. You know what I'm saying? Turning it back on you, genuinely supporting your sense of self and your awareness of your resilience rather than anyone who may be turning it on themselves, like I'm saving you right now or something like that. I think it's always important for us to be aware of when we give away our agency to someone who seems like they have the answers, right? You're the only one that has the answer if the answer is resilience. Do you know what I'm saying? So be gentle with yourself in recognizing, like be compassionate around the fact that you are seeking solutions. We all are because we are in such tremendous uncertain times and nothing, I, I don't want to say nothing, but let's just agree, I think, that uncertainty rattles most of us, right? If not all of us, uncertainty rattles us and it can send us into that seeking, seeking, seeking. I find myself doing it, like seeking answers that can't be answered right now. I keep looking at like, when is this gonna be over? And I, I witness that and I find it interesting, right? That is reflective of my discomfort with uncertainty, right? So I wanted to spend a little time this morning just speaking to like, let's look at what we're doing. Let's be aware. Maybe we are seeking solutions from external sources. Okay, I think that's okay. That's reasonable. And let us also become aware of the fact that resilience is rooted in our sense of self, which by that rationale then means we can only find it when we seek the solutions within. Let's see, I love this. This morning when I taught the theme was empowerment, resilience only happens when you empower yourself and not from an outside source, absolutely. So here's a little teaching that I got. Um, it, it wasn't this exactly, but this is rooted in something I learned from Rod Stryker a while back. Your determination to thrive, to adapt, to survive this, your determination to thrive, adapt, to survive this, to find this workable, your determination for those things must be stronger than any tendency we might have to play it small, to do the same old thing, to give away our power, our agency. You know what I mean? The, your determination must be stronger than the tendencies. And when we do these sits, we recognize behavioral grooves, tendencies, right? These patterns happen on the third level of our consciousness, manomaya kosha. But that is not the entirety of you, which means we can always acknowledge, witness that it's happening, and then do something that's more intentional, that's not just a tendency, something that I am more determined to do. My determination to survive, adapt, thrive, find this workable. My determination must be stronger 
And any tendency I might have to give my power away, seek solutions in people I think are wiser than I am, um, play it small, you know what I mean, or, or hide. Now, look, you can't be, I don't think that it, it's reasonable to play hard 24-7. Like, you gotta know when to fold them, right? You gotta know when to take rest. Absolutely. That said, we want to have this like 10,000 foot view of ourselves all the time, you know, where it's like, what, what am I doing? Oh, I am witnessing that I'm, I'm feeling, I, maybe I need rest because I'm giving my power away right now, or I'm not acknowledging my, my resilience. So one invitation I wanted to offer to you, if this is the right moment for it, because you and you alone know that, but one invitation I wanted to offer you is that as you shape your days to the degree that you're able, that you do one of two things or both things. One is that you seek experiences that make you more aware of your resilience. Now this could be something physical. Let's say you, you do some workout that pushes you and you get to witness yourself resilient, that you stay with it and you find it workable. That's one idea. That would be anamaya kosha with your physical body. Another thing is some of you, and this is why uh, when algebra came up earlier, I thought it was very um, pertinent because some of you are now dealing with a reality where you're teaching your children in a way that formerly their school teachers did, not you. Uh, you're having to craft uh, activities and uh, things to occupy them. Like you're, you're, and maybe they're being annoying. I mean, my sister's really funny. She just flat out calls her child her stalker. Uh, she's an only child and she really only wants my sister's attention. And so she's constantly, you know, on her, on her, on her. And so like to my sister, I would say, don't forget to witness your own resilience when you take that deep breath, when you stay with it, when you expand your, you pan out in the moment and remember what this child is going through too, you know, that kind of thing, right? And, and you stay with it. I, I think that all day, every day, all of us right now, I, I think it would be crazy if a single one of us wasn't going through things that provide you an opportunity to witness your own resilience. So what my recommendation or my offering, my invitation was, you either seek out some opportunities to witness your own resilience, and that might be physically doing hard things, right? It, it, perhaps, that's just an idea. Or you, you're like, nah, I got enough. Like, I'm good, I'm good. But, but maybe what you're not doing yet is really pausing to observe your own resilience, right? That's gonna change your sense of self. That's, that's internal, right? That's not coming from someone external. That's you, you did this, you're doing it. And I, it made me think back to some of our earliest conversations here on The Stoop where we talked about, you know, you can do hard things, Glennon Doyle's line, you can do hard things. And we also talked about Csikszentmihalyi's uh, concept of flow, where the challenge is just above, just a hair above your current resources. That 
also builds resilience, right? And so the invitation was either seek out different opportunities to witness, like in addition to what you're already going through, seek out different ones. And I'll just say, for me, I'm doing hard physical things right now because that's really supporting my sense of stamina, strength, and resilience, my fluid power, right? Uh, it might be something like that, or add in a moment to really pause and acknowledge your own resilience day to day in the little things. I put it in finger quotes because they're not really little, but you might be labeling them little in the little things. Yeah, savor. Nathan, you're amazing. Bombargo. If you've never heard of the band Bombargo, you better hear about them now. Uh, so that was my, what I wanted to uh, chat about on the stoop today is resilience. Um, I, I, I just want you to celebrate your own resilience. Look for where it's already happening. Seek out experiences where you can witness it because that's where your power really comes from. Your sense of self, your capacity, right? No external person. No external person, no famous teacher, no one, no one but you. Definitely seek their wisdom and support, but you always want it to be reflected back to you, your sense of self, not what someone else is providing. All right, my darlings, let's sit. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. So if you would, find a workable seat. That means you're awake and alert, but it's comfortable enough that you can stay. Feel the sensation of your palms turned down on your thighs. And just witness the density of your physical body. When we talk about resilience, there's something beautiful in witnessing your density. Like you're not made out of dandelion fluff, you know? You're dense and solid and steady and strong. You're not like a dry leaf. You are like the tree trunk. Feel that in your body right here, right now. Feel your roots sink deep into the cushion or carpet or whatever it is that's beneath you. And then like the crown of the tree, feel the lightness of being rise up. Crown of your head, roof of your mouth, bridge of your nose, tops of your shoulders. And then bring awareness to that space associated with third chakra, Manipura. This is the chakra related to your sense of self, resilience, power. Bring awareness to that space around your solar plexus, above your navel, your abdominal muscles. Feel them toning inward in this compressive action that reminds you of your fortitude.
And now bring awareness to your breath of the day, of the moment. Observe how it flows inward and outward. Always there like a constant companion. Always ready to shepherd you back into awareness in the present moment. How's your breath today? Does it feel encumbered or unencumbered? Strong or light? Or some combination? Bring awareness to your energy, your life force, prana, chi, how is it today? Does it feel like it's moving freely? Any sticky spots? Sluggish? Whirling? Some combination. Remember, you can be multiple things at once. Remember, we're not editing, censoring, criticizing, whatever you observe is just important information for how you might care for yourself today. Only you know what you need. And bring awareness to the third layer of your consciousness, Manomaya Kosha. What have your thoughts and emotions been? Maybe since our last sit together on the virtual stoop, maybe this morning, maybe right in this moment. Sometimes we find ourselves irritable, frustrated, even angry, sad, joyful, inspired, excited, who knows, any and all of those things or some combination. Observe it like a scientist. Hmm, interesting. Valuable. And go deeper to the fourth layer of your consciousness, Vinyanamaya Kosha. This is where the onboard observer abides, the witness. So fascinating that we can have thoughts and emotions and at the same time witness them. This is how we know we are not simply our personality. This is like the layer of your consciousness that is your Yoda, your Jiminy Cricket, <laughs> that 
layer of your being that has the wisdom. Sometimes we seek external teachers to remind us. But the wisdom was already in you and that's why it feels like a key opening a lock. To reveal the treasure that was already within. Go even deeper into the layer of your consciousness associated with your God-given bliss, Ananda, Ananda Maya Kosha. This is not bliss that's like happiness or joy when you eat something you like or it's sunny or quarantine is lifted. No, no, this is a joy that is deeper and richer and everlasting. This is a bliss that comes from being alive. From being in this world at this time, the potential to share your soul. And then go towards your soul, even deeper still, Atman. That divine spirit that is in you in me, in all living things. Sometimes we get stuck and trapped in our relationships with other people by seeing only the more superficial layers of their being, their consciousness. Rarely do we see this deeply. Consider the possibility that every single time you're willing to look at your own soul you're training up your ability to see it in others. And then pan out a little and see all the layers of your being from skin to soul. How you can be having physical experiences, energetic experiences, emotional experiences, wisdom experiences, bliss experiences, soul experiences, all at the same time. It's all you. Witness your wholeness. Celebrate it. Celebrate the journey to really discover your whole self. Beyond our tendencies, there is a determination to thrive, to connect. to share your gifts. And now let's bring our hands together in front of our hearts. Anjali Mudra, a gesture of offering. May all the work we do the time we come together here on the stoop, 
and in our lives off the stoop. May all we do be of benefit and may we offer their merits out to all beings. And in particular, to those who are suffering, whose challenges surpass their sense of resilience. May we hold space for them, offer strength to them, teach by example. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace. Namaste. Thank you, thank you. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. Sing it with me. A workable day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be? Mm, give yourself a hug, my neighbor. Mm, mm, mm. Big hugs to you, neighbors. I'm feeling fired up. I released a class this morning on uh, Vimeo. Uh, it's GinaYoga.com. I released a class that's called Know Your Own Strength. And on the levels of Manomaya, Anamaya, and Pranamaya Kosha, the first three levels, it's a practice that's meant to turn your awareness to your strength, to your fluid power, to your resilience. So may it be of benefit. Um, yeah, that was what I wanted to share today. Thank you all so, so, so much. Hugs, love, hearts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, neighbors, once again for being so fabulous. I love holding this space for you all. Thank you for joining me in this space, you know. I could just be talking into a big empty chasm, but instead I have friends. So thanks, neighbors. You're wonderful, you're powerful, you're beautiful. I'm proud of you for whatever that counts for. Super proud. So thank you all so much. More hugs. More hugs. Starfish hugs. More hugs. More hugs. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thanks, Melody. Appreciate you. Appreciate you so much. All right, y'all. Take good care. Find it workable. This two you can use. This two you can include. Our determination must be greater than our tendencies to play small. Mm, mm, mm. Open heart, open eyes, together we rise. Open heart, open eyes, together we rise. One more time. Open heart, open eyes, together we rise. Thank you so, so much. I'll see you tomorrow right here on the stoop. Have a workable day. Mwah.